So, have you seen The Summer I Turned Pretty? Oh, it's, <laughs> that's a new Netflix show or a movie? Uh, no, it's in Amazon Prime actually and it's cute. Is it a I movie? Mean, no, it's a series oh. and you know, it's a Jenny Han series. So, you know, oh. it's all about teenage love, that's summer what I love. Thought. I've seen some, yeah. <laughs> you know, recommended videos on YouTube to TikTok too. No, it's not on my TikTok though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think I would watch it. Oh, I'm done watching wow. it. <laughs> like it, I just sat there for a night and then finished all six episodes and it was cute. I mean, do you remember how you said that the music on Bridgerton wasn't really appropriate? Yes. With the pop thing? Yes. Playing in a very old background very much so. setting? <laughs> yes, but pop songs were played on this series um, and it really meshed well and it really played a big role in the series so i really liked it but it's you know? set in the modern times right of course yeah then yes, i guess yes, that's of how course. it works if you know it's mm, all you know olivia rodrigo taylor swift oh, you know, so gen z <laughs> tiktok songs actually so yeah it's fun i enjoyed it so yeah how are you, Bestie? <laughs> yeah, I'm great. I have seen like lots of shows as well. I've been rewatching This Is Us, so oh, heavy stuff. That's heavy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and in contrast to that, is also another Amazon Prime show, The Boys. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's but so it's on gory. Top three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm not watching that for now. I I don't know why this is on Obama's like top TV shows to watch because it's so brutal and. Mm-mm. so gory but i think you know it's gripping that's why he finds it yeah i think they also enjoyable. do like a good job in making a social commentary on mm. u.s politics and modern climate of social justice and stuff yeah so, well yeah. i haven't seen that one but thanks for recommending yeah season three is going on so there's still <laughs> time right. to catch up i'll check it out you know for context people have been asking me lately why haven't we released? And it's already June 21st. Yeah. So I guess there's a better explanation for that, right? Which the is? Long COVID. <laughs> you know, I'm sick, guys. I've been sick for like a month now, as you can hear, probably hear in my voice. I think this is long COVID, Clark. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. It kind of matched <laughs> up. Like, it's flaring up once. It flared up once with you and then it stayed. It's- <laughs> Yeah, it's dead for like a month now. So I guess this is the new me for the new normal. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty stuffy voice. Yeah. So what have we been with the break from season one to season mm, two? What have we been up to? Yeah, so I think over the past couple of weeks, we've been planning for season two. And Mm -hmm. it has been quite challenging, right? And exciting too. Yes. Yes. And we're trying this new format that we're still very awkward with, but I hope you noticed. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, with the intro, we don't have a proper intro. So I guess this is like somewhere in the middle intro we'd like to start with in the middle of a conversation Mm -hmm. type thing. I hope you would like that. Let us know. Yes, let us know. So over the past couple of weeks too, there have been a few record releases. Yes. For example, the much talked about Harry's House by Harry Styles. Yes. And, and that is still, our main topic for today. Yeah, that's true. We will talk about it later. And also mm-hmm. other updates within our collection. Mm-mm, yes. We, we've finally ordered Rihanna. Rihanna's auntie. Yes, and, and it's 
With you, right? The both of us. Yes, yes it's with me. <laughs> I'm holding it for you for now. Yes. And there's also no vinyl still, still for Silk Sonic, yes. right? Still uh-huh. kind of refreshing the website for that one if mm, they have yes. a new release. And I also yes, got definitely. my 10th anniversary version of, of Monsters and Men. Wow, that's pretty. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, yeah. from my background, uh, it was the la- that, that, that one, the reddish yeah, one. Yeah, you showed it to me and, earlier. And so that was it the was last uh, vinyl So how's the, how's the sound? Is it crisp? Yes, you know? it sounds good. I mean, it's mm. colored vinyl. We don't really like colored vinyl, but it works. And That's it's a good, good one, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's pressed well. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think the big news that's been going around lately too while we were on a break was the trial case of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I love Johnny Depp and we kind of like Amber Heard then. So like, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, actually, I would really love to know your opinion about this because I feel like you have more information about the law mm-hmm. side of it. But for me, yeah. and I also feel like I'm on the minority or maybe it's a hot take. I do like Johnny Depp as an actor. Like he's produced mm-hmm. a lot of the movies that we love, especially Sweeney Todd. Yes. And a lot Sweeney more Todd, other things. Pirates of the Caribbean, exactly. Charlie Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Yes. Somehow I feel like I'm on the side of Amber Heard, but I'm not really on her side. Whoa, so tell me about exactly. it. Exactly. So I feel like she's just not a sympathetic victim is all. And yes. she is not 100% honest with her words. So she just tries to backtracks and backtracks and then she falls into her own trap. But when yeah. she says that she's abused, I believe her. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the first case that happened was uh, Johnny Depp filing a case against The Sun in the UK about libel and the son actually won and Mm -hmm. this is like the second trial of what this one is from johnny depp to amber heard about what's the case again Uh, oral defamation yes oral defamation so yeah maybe Mm. in that case amber heard is guilty of oral defamation but with the allegations Mm. of abuse yeah i do kind of believe her yeah, so that's quite interesting, Clark, because I share the same sentiment that Amber Heard mm-hmm. and Johnny Depp are both abused in that relationship. I think they were a pretty toxic couple, and at some point, they were abusive to each other. Yeah. And as to the amount of abuse, we don't really know. I guess even though the statements might be true that Amber Heard was indeed abused and Johnny Depp was abused as well would still boil down to the fact that it depends upon the evidence and how it is presented by the you know respective lawyers and how it is appreciated by the jury and it was quite a smart move on the side of Johnny Depp in filing a case in Virginia is this Virginia yeah Virginia where they allow cameras to take their footages because it actually sways public opinion exactly and then yes and then the kind of attention and sympathy that johnny depp had actually even if he didn't win the case would still be his favor so yeah be on his favor because he really won the public sentiment there and i guess he won that in that aspect yeah like trial by public you know opinion yes and then well if People noticed as well, Amber Heard also won, but only by a small margin. 
against Johnny Depp. But you know, this case isn't final yet because there Amber Heard is appealing, appealing yeah, to yeah. But I mean, maybe there is some truth to it as well. So yeah. we'll never know because what happened between them behind closed doors is just actually between them. Yeah. So that's it. That's it for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that we're kind of on the same level because, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, in the general sense of it, especially when you're on TikTok or on Twitter or elsewhere, mm. most of uh, people are, like, really on Johnny Depp's side and, you know, just Mm-mm. blindly supporting him for their, saying that he's yeah. telling the truth and stuff. And mostly the millennials and Gen Z audiences yeah. have been supporting Johnny Depp, but the baby boomers are not so sympathetic. Mm, I see. Because, you know, Amber Heard also claimed that, you know, this sets us back as exactly. to women's movement. Yes. But I don't think so because there's always two sides to that story. But I guess we should be, because this is a double-edged sword, I uh-huh. think. And I think that, I know it's not very often, but men are also abused yeah, in yeah. some relationships. Yeah. yeah. So just like what Ben Chu said they are not discounting the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And then they're just saying that, you know, men can be abused as yeah. well. Especially in toxic relationships. Because I don't think, you know, it's 100% and zero yeah, for, yeah. you know, each parties. Yeah, because I they're feel like always... they're both guilty in some sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there, there so, was yeah. also like a break during the trial. So the jury was mm. able to head home and maybe actually access social media mm. and seeing that the propaganda of I'm not sure if like, we can call it a propaganda but you know public opinion is for Johnny Depp so maybe it has also influenced their Sweet. decision yeah. yeah definitely I mean after all we have personal biases even if we do away with them but it we can't help it because that's how we're wired I guess that will also affect their decision making yeah I think we've yeah. really talked uh, uh, like a lot about it's also legit there yeah. <laughs> And we're, we're, we're a music podcast, not like <laughs> but it's true crime podcast. Right? But yeah, so, it, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. Well, so, we'll, we'll talk about the main topic after then. Yeah, so let's take a break. Let's take a break. So as you guys have probably heard, we have just opened our own Buy Me A Coffee account. And Yay. yeah, so exciting things are in there, Clark. So as part of the new twist season. that we're adding to the season... We are moving our record of the app to our Buy Me A Coffee account that will be kind of exclusive somehow and accessible, of course, like if, you know, you're going to buy us a coffee. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, guys, subscribe. And we're going to build a community there. Maybe we can start a Discord channel hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, but we've been quite busy lately so we haven't yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah what well, i think merch for sure is gonna merch start for there. sure and then you know bts and other exclusive content exclusive content and maybe you know juicy chicas that we mm-hmm, can exactly get from the community so we're and just maybe other also other experimental podcasts and stuff we might yeah get in there. who knows <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're just like playing it by ear also. So yeah, it's a journey to be sure. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you visit our account and buy me a coffee. The link is in our description box as always. So just yes. check it out, guys. And also, it's probably going to be over-advertised on our Instagram account. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, 
we're yeah, now on proceed. our main segment, Clark. Uh huh. Yeah. So. so we've thought about doing like an episode. We're actually doing this like hashtag deep discogs dive, mm-hmm. and we're starting with someone who just released a new album, as we mentioned earlier, which is Harry Styles. Yes. And we're also I like I own the first album. Clang owns the second album. And we're also kind of contemplating if we're buying yes. the latest album, so which is Harry's House. Maybe uh, after House. we discuss Clark, Harry's House, we might be able to decide whether or not we're buying the album or not. Yeah, yes. that might be one of mm. a storyline we would be following <laughs> for this episode. Yes. Okay, so I guess Harry is such an interesting choice and a person as well. Mm-hmm. So... Right off the bat, we just want to say that we weren't really big One Direction fans. Mm-hmm. But individually, I believe that they are great artists and they have created unique and outstanding songs post yeah. the group. Post 1D, yeah. Yeah, post 1D. So I feel like Harry is such a phenomenon right now with all that's been going around with what's going on in his life, his art, his fashion, his message, and we love that yes. for him. Yes. And so I guess we just have to discover and rediscover his discography, Clark. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, I really did not expect that there would be a time I would be <laughs> going through like a deep discography dive with Harry yes. Styles because yes, I was, yes, yes, like, yes. like you mentioned, we're not both fans of One Direction, but here yeah. we are. I think he's the standout soloist from mm. all of them. Yeah. yeah, and Zayn Malik because I love him. He's gorgeous. But okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. But I think right now he's busy being a father. So yes. as and a solo artist, maybe not so much in that department. Mm-hmm. You're right. Anyway, so the first album that he released as a single act is you know his self-titled album, Harry Styles, last 2017. Yes. And we love this album. Because yes, this is I intense. do own it. Yes, and yeah. you you own it. So I guess I will give you the the reins on this one, Clark. So share, and I will just you know butt in. Okay, so he first released uh, "Sign of the Times" Mm-mm. as, as a his single. lead single. Yes, Mm-mm. for like an introduction to this album. Mm-hmm. For me, it's an odd choice to be a lead single because mm-hmm. it's an apocalyptic ballad when mm-hmm. you usually like intro a very pop high energy song as your lead single to a new album. I feel like that was weird, but and also there's no proper structure to the song. Like it's mostly just repeated lyrics that eventually leads to a build up to a bridge, and like in like I said, it, in a sense it works because in relation to the whole album, I think it represents the overall tone and identity of the album, and also it kind of matches the album cover itself. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And when you wanna cry out, you're in tears. Yes, you just go yes, under the exactly. Shower and just no cry in the bathtub, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I think I've mentioned this over and over again from season mm. one that this is like one of my breakdown songs. Yeah. And I I kind of play it like twice <laughs> to really time my breakdowns when especially Mm-mm-mm. when I'm working and we have to focus after that. Mm-mm. And it's a pretty lengthy song around five minutes. Mm, yeah, because you yeah. know breaking down <laughs> takes time. <laughs> yeah, so ten minutes that's a, that's a, the the maximum. Yeah. And for this one, his influences, it's mostly soft rock, Britpop, pop, more like, you know, the classic rock era mm-hmm. that he's trying to emulate, like maybe the Beatles, Britpop type thing. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, this influence he carried throughout also 
in his other album, the second which album I will yeah. discuss, yes. Yeah. And for this one, it has 10 songs. Let me just go run through everything Mm-mm. real quick. Right. So first is Meet Me in the Hallway. It's psychedelic pop. And Mm-mm. for me, it sounds like uh, the Lumineers song. As an which intro one? song, the no, just the overall sound oh, of Meet yeah. Me in the Hallway. That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the way the Lumineers would produce their song. Mm-mm. And this one, as an intro song to his solo era it feels like a self pep talk mm-hmm. you know meet me in the i'm not gonna say but you know it <laughs> it is hallway. like a self uh. yeah self pep talk for going solo and then next is sign of the times which i mentioned is like a post-apocalyptic ballad mm-hmm. which still kind of like smooth transition from first and then next is carolina it feels like a caribbean, caribbean dance, da- party. dance yeah. party song i really like that one like the intro with the trumpets. I think that was trumpets. Mm-mm. And then next is Two Ghosts, which was like a country music mm. type is, thing. Yeah, if, yeah, this is haunting for me. I like Two Ghosts yeah, yeah. too. Uh-uh. I also like Two Ghosts. And then we have Sweet Creature. Sweet I think that's, uh, Creature. Yes, that. You, yes, that's another like ballad. An, a teenager in this song. Yeah. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah, yeah. And then next is Only Angel. It's kind of like a British grunge rock. Mm-mm. Like 90s sounding type thing Mm-mm. and the next is kiwi one of my personal favorites it's Mm-mm. a song about a strong independent woman and a proper rock song Woo-hoo. and I, I think it was also like trending on tiktok like a few years back where people like walk in slow motion with this song on yes 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 you know <laughs> that's a very very major vibe yes. and the next is ever since new york it's a slow track it feels sad mm-hmm. about loss and longing so maybe also trying to depart from one direction is where this song is coming from. Yes. And then next Oh, is I always thought it was about Taylor Swift because, you know... Ever since New York, yeah. Yes, New York. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's also like, you know, intertwined with that narrative. Mm-hmm. So, because the way these people write songs is they want to be obvious but not really, so they try to... Yes, that's ...double true. down on some uh-huh. other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is Woman, which is like a funk song, mostly about jealousy and this is not a personal favorite of mine. <laughs> but it's kind of catchy, like, woman. Yeah. And then the last one is From the Dining Table, which we played. Yeah, and that's my episode. personal favorite as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, even my phone misses your call. That's like the ultimate line. And I yes. feel like it's a good bookend to the whole album. Uh, yes, good I guess so too. Position from Meet Me in the Hallway to From the Dining Table. So there is a journey and there's a story said. Mm-mm. So yeah, I think that is my breakdown of the whole arrangement of this of yes, the album. Yes, and what I've noticed about Harry's albums is that he always tells a story throughout the entire album. So he mm-hmm. maybe begins quite joyful and then ends on a sad note or vice yeah. versa. But there's always redemption somehow or closure that ends during the album, in the album yeah, yeah. as well. So I've noticed that in Fine Line as well. So, but before that, Lark, what are your notable favorites in the Harry Styles album? Yeah, I would say like, I would have said maybe half the album I really like, but to really narrow it down, because it's just like 10 songs, mm-hmm. number one, Side of the Times, number two, Kiwi, and then number three is From mm, the Dining Table. That's pretty reasonable. I love that those songs too. So... And to quote one of our friends, Mm-mm. this era of style styles, like Rhea, she mentioned that this is like the drunk Harry mm, era. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of shows on the album cover, like I said. That's true. And 
of course, it's like a breakout album from his yeah. past life, past identity. You yeah, know, trying was, to find his own identity yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, I agree with that one. So, let's go to his second album, Clark. Fine Line. So, this is his second studio album, which, of course, still has a pop rock with elements of psychedelic rock, soul, and indie pop. And yeah. as you've mentioned before, um, he carries the same influences from the Beatles, McCartney, Fleetwood Mac, and David Bowie. So, if the first album was a breakup album from One Directions, this fine line is actually rumored to be a breakup album from his girlfriend, I think, Cam- Camilla Rowe. So mm-hmm. this album only has, I think, seven songs. And just let me... Um, I think 12. No, 12 songs. I'm sorry. 12? Or, this uh, is yeah, divided, I, I yeah, this is divided between two sections. The first seven uh-huh. songs feels wistful and is full of longing from oh, of yeah. missing from his girlfriend. And then when you begin listening to tracks 8 to 12, there begins a new feeling, I guess, a feeling of hope and a feeling of kindness to one's self, to the Yeah, yeah. yeah I think the that's world. the yeah. people with kindness yes, levels. Yes, and that is how treat people with kindness is you know, was made. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, so that's what I noticed. There's a journey from remembering his girlfriend to the middle where he felt jealousy, questioning why he wasn't able to move on or why he wasn't able to hold on to his girlfriend. And then basically steering away from sadness and gloom and moving on with treating with kindness. So, yeah. Yeah. I have yeah, this I album. Think, yeah. Which one's your top three favorite? I like, of course, She. I love She. Adore You. And Golden. So these mm, are three songs that I like from the album. And yeah. I also did some of the research. Since I also listened to the album, Mm-mm-mm. he released Lights Up first, which is <laughs> not a good song. Yeah. And then he, he followed it up with Adore You, which... That's when it charted, following up from Sign of the Times. Yes, so yes. So before him, yeah. Yeah, and so... also, the overall vibe for this one is kind of like the recovering addict Harry Styles. Yes. And I think Harry has this talent of disguising his pain with upbeat sounds. Yeah. You wouldn't really know that he was singing um, songs coming from pain and sadness if you wouldn't mm-hmm. really dissect the lyrics the, the lyrics the songs yeah. because then if you would just listen to the melody they're all very upbeat so this also says about how complicated harry is like he's full of juxtaposition like for example yeah. he's very masculine but he wears feminine clothes and he's quite cheeky he's very boyish in terms of his appearance but then he's very in touch with his feminine self feminine as well. side. So, yeah. Harry is very complicated and people love dissecting stuff. So, I guess people love him for that also. Yeah, I think one of his fashion influences might be Queen Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Playing on the feminine side of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people are also calling it out as like his queer baiting. Mm. But, you know, it's it's a very broad, broad and layered topic to discuss. Mm. Like a cultural appropriation. Some, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. And also with this album, he re- like treat people with kindness, as you mentioned. Mm-mm. I think it is very much associated with him now, and I think he has like an advocacy or like a nonprofit organization Mm-mm. that's really focused on treat people with kindness. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. And I think that's it for fine line. Yeah, that's it for fine line. So now the question is: Are we buying Harry's house new album? Yeah. Oh no, Harry Styles. Harry's, Harry's house, house. <laughs> released two thousand, like this yes. year, twenty twenty two. So, are we so buying first, that park? <laughs> yeah, the first single released, as yes. it was, it's very synth indie with elements of city pop, which mm-mm, you know mm-mm, I've been mm-mm. talking about like last season. It's like one of the genres I'm trying to expand on. When I heard as it was, it really sounds very indie. Like, have you heard of Wallows? The band yes, Wallows. Yes, yes, I've yeah, heard like, them lately. Yes, the lead singer is Dylan Minette, which was the guy from Thirteen Reasons Why. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I get why you would say that this sounds like the Wallows, because uh, he went back to the indie and very upbeat also, and very throwback kind of singing. But yes. yes, and Harry Styles said also that this might be his most intimate album, and yet again, it's disguised as something very upbeat. Yeah, yeah. So as it was, for example, is very upbeat. But then, if you look at and dissect the lyrics, you would see that you would understand or from the lyrics that everything's not the same as it was. There's drugs, the dark, the light, the shame. And yeah, with the psychedelic aspect and in the top of it, he also mentioned when he was like staying in Japan, he was kind of influenced by this city pop yeah, artist yeah. Uh-uh. named Harumi Hosono. Yeah, so that means Harumi's house or Hosono's house. Yeah, so Hosono's yeah. house yes. was like an album he heard, and Harumi Hosono was also known as Harry Hosono. Mm. So that's why there was like that kind of callback to this artist mm-hmm. and just a quick aside uh, this guy is like a pillar of house city pop and mm. Shibuya came to be he was like the leader of the band Yellow Magic Orchestra oh, which was cool. mostly an electronic music band and they were the pioneers in the use of synthesizers samplers sequencers drum machines computers mm. and you know all those it's electronic like stuff a celebration of different musical instruments in an album yes. or yes. in an artistry. And actually, this Yellow Magic Orchestra, I sent one of our friends, like when I sent you the Paris Hilton vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent Rhea uh, uh, YMO, yeah, like yeah. Yellow Magic Orchestra's uh, second album, which yeah. was like Harumi Hosono. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. Also, Harry wanted to feel like when you listen to his songs in this album you would understand or feel what it would be like to be him in his house or experiencing normal stuff or experiencing intimate stuff that mm-hmm. only Harry experiences so I feel like that's why he said this album is his most intimate very intimate yes. yeah and I guess there's also homage to his new lover for the season Mm-hmm. You know, with the song Cinema because yes you know, I actually really like mm, Cinema yeah I love Cinema too it's I like think an electropop ballad yeah. and it kind of sounds like Tri-Sivine in some yeah sense. I think it's a dedication to 
I'm Olivia Wilde, who's from the movie industry. So yeah, I guess, but you know, you know Team Ted Lasso. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> My gosh, but I guess he's better off. Anyways, yeah. what other songs speak to you, Clark, in this album? I think he really did well with the first track, which is like oh, music, music for a sushi, sushi restaurant. Yeah, so it's very heavy on the synth and it's very Shibuya K. Oh, this is and another such a aside, mm, <laughs> Shibuya K is like yeah, micro genre of city pop and it sounds like retail music. That's mm. why people are like saying it's very it can be like an ad or something. Yeah, because yeah, that was I the agree. purpose of it all. It was very Shibuya K, that's the genre. Mm. And one of the other famous Shibuya K artists is Pizzicato Five. Yeah, I heard them. Yeah, yeah. We, I we think listened our to them friends, earlier in our season, yeah. Yeah. And another fun fact, Watermelon Sugar High, as they say, is a song about oral sex, right? Oh. And I think I've read that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And this one, Music for a Sushi <laughs> Restaurant, <laughs> is okay. another song about oral sex. Oh my gosh, now I get it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Whoa, Harry's been getting it, you know? <laughs> wow, Harry. Yeah. See how poetic he yeah, is. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, so remember when I told you before I listened to the entire album that the feels was not really speaking to me and mm-hmm. I might not buy the album and then I yeah. get now that I've listened to the entire thing and did my research, I feel like I'm buying it now, Clark. So what about you? <laughs> when I did, like I said, I, I sent you a message earlier when I did like also my dissection of mm. the album. Maybe the first few tracks is like very, very city pop. And I really like, like especially late night talking. It's very personal and it's very city pop, groovy and very electronic. And then eventually it kind of fades out in the middle, somehow reminds mm, me of yeah. the old Harry, like album one and two Harry. Well, but I, well I guess it's necessary. Because after all, yeah. there has to be a thread that um, connects the three albums. I guess. What I've noticed also with all three albums is like it ends on a very acoustic ballad. Yeah, and a very happy note as well. If yeah. you like, yeah. Another favorite, I think, with me is Daylight. Ooh, yeah. Daylight. Na, 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 na. At first, I didn't really care about it. And then when they did that segment in James Corden's show, Mm-mm-mm-mm. where they created like a fast uh, music video, <laughs> it was really cute. That was fun too. I like daydreaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, I really like the trumpet sounds of it. Yeah. And it really matches his vocals. And I think it has the best lyrics of all the 13 songs on this album. Yes. And he's quite funky. In mm-hmm. that, you know, I love funky sounds. And I like how raspy his voice is as well. Yeah. So, I think that's yeah. very much accentuated in day, uh, Daydreaming. Mm. And it's not very subtle as well. Like, he's very upfront about how sexual he is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the next song after Daydreaming was Keep Driving. It has like Keep stupid driving. lyrics. Very, very stupid lyrics. But yeah. I really like it because it's a bop. It's just like it's a bop. throwing I, random words. Yeah. And then it's a song. Yeah, I mean, there has to be meaning to it other than, you know, those words. Because then it wouldn't mean so much. And Yeah, no, I would call bullshit on this one. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, like 
you know when you're you're trying to be poetic and you just write random words and then yeah. try to make sense of it all yeah i feel like that's it that's it <laughs> for this song but i still like it yeah i mean there's so much to dissect in other songs so i guess he has to make something that's just face value that mm-hmm. yeah yeah and this album also ends in a very good ballad which is love of my life oh i love that that's a really good and I guess song he's very in love right now that's what i feel or like yeah, yeah. that lasso <laughs> <laughs> anyways so what's your final verdict clark are you buying the album because if you are then i am too i am still on the fence actually like i i think i would have to let this album sit for a while ruminate on it Mm-mm. and maybe let, let it age for a while and yeah. if i like and it let maybe it grow it, on you yeah something like that yeah but well, it's a good album overall true because yeah, we're, we're really trying to slow down because <laughs> we're expenses. spending a lot of money <laughs> exactly so yeah i think we've talked quite, too much yeah well <laughs> and too so much. what we're gonna do for the whole break is that we're gonna choose one song for each, each album. album yeah and then we're gonna take a long break so mm-hmm. people can like relax okay. and also ruminate on all the, the you know the deep discogs dive of yes. high styles so what are you playing so, for yeah you know the for first the first one mm-hmm. i would like to play kiwi i think that's a good upbeat song mm, okay I'm and for fine line i'm still on the fence Wait, I think I'm gonna play Treat People with Kindness. Because I don't oh, think that's good. so many people listen to this song as much as I want them to. Yeah. Yeah. And So, for Harry's House, we have to also give an upbeat song. Because I feel like Kiwi upbeat, the first one, Treat People with Kindness. Which is, as it was, no, uh, music for a sushi restaurant. Yeah, I feel like that's a very you know apt song to end the whole okay, segment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's take a break. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. Bye. All right, so that was quite fun, right? I mean, non stop, back to back to back, Harry Styles songs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so how do you find that entire episode? Like, what's your feel, especially with the new format? I do enjoy this, like, deep discogs dive, but I don't think we have to do it every episode because oh, yeah. <laughs> it's such it's, a homework for both of us yeah it's intense i mean this episode is very intense for me yes now. it's very homework labor intensive yeah. but i did have fun i did enjoy of course i mean we love music so we enjoy listening to the tracks and you yeah. know, discovering tiny bits of information about the artist yeah like, for example the trend alert trend alert he likes fruits exactly like, Watermelon, kiwi, cherry, cherry, gr- fruit, gra- grapefruit, <laughs> and you know maybe there's more fruits in the lyrics that we haven't noticed. So yeah, maybe he's doing halo halo eventually. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love this format, and I hope our friends besties love this format too. And maybe yeah. you can suggest artists as well or albums that you want us to talk more do a of. deep discogs yeah. dive so that's the, the official hashtag hashtag deep discogs dive yeah so you know you can chat us through our instagram account at two turntables pod or email us at 
tutorintablespod at gmail.com. And even, you know, personally, you can DM me at my, you know, Instagram account at Clarissa Digamo and in my alternate account, underscore Final Diary. So what about you, Clark? Yeah, I'm still on Instagram at Clefram. And also, since we're back, I'm also bringing back Tributary's Days. So follow yeah. me at Clefram. <laughs> and I'm also doubling down on my photography. I have like lots of vintage cameras Definitely. now. Definitely. So, so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's still at analog. And don't worry, I still post some uh, vinyl content mm-hmm. on my alternate account, which is that at analog. And I think I don't have to spell it out. If you've been a long-time listener here, you already know how that's spelled. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, don't forget our Buy Me a Coffee account. You can visit our account for more exclusive posts, chicas, details, exclusive merch, and BTS, and, of course, record of the app. Yeah, which we'll be recording at the end of this episode. You will be hearing it on a different platform. So follow us right (laughs) on that link down in the description box, and we'll see you there. Yeah, so... That's it, Bessie. Thank you for listening once again. And welcome to Season 2. Season 2. And of course, keep keep that that record record spinning. spinning.